Paul, I want to start this week's show with a question that's been on my mind that I want to ask you. All right. Does a straw, a drinking straw, does a straw have one hole or two? I feel like it has two holes. Interesting. So I texted this question, does a straw have one hole or two, to 115 people in my phone. (laughs) All right. Many of whom I had not been in touch with for years and years. Oh, my. And at least a dozen wrote back first asking, who is this? Oh, geez. Yep. Anyway, of those 114 texts, I received 57 responses replying to the question. Mm -hmm. So I had a response rate of 50%, which is actually very good for survey research. Right. But I acknowledge that there's a bias here because these are people I have personally known at some point. So they are more likely to respond to me. Right. Uh, So now I will share with you the results of this survey. All right. 27 people said they think a straw has one hole. Okay. Nine people replied that they believe a straw has two holes. Only nine. 21 people wrote back with a snarky response that didn't commit to either answer of one or two holes. Got it. Uh, Paul, let me ask you this follow-up. Yeah. If you drilled a hole through the earth and then you visited each of these locations, would you say that these openings comprise one hole or two? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my guns and say two holes. One more follow-up for you, Paul. All right. If you cut a straw in half, are there then two holes or four holes? I'd say four holes. At least you're consistent. I am very consistent. So uh, thank you for letting me share this little bit of social science research. I'm not sure where I fall on, uh, on this. I'm just, uh, I'm just telling you what the people think. That's right. It's good to be neutral. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, uh, let's move on from talking about holes. And on to some great new DC music. Who's first on this week's show, Paul? First up is Sun Stoney here on Hometown Sounds. I hope that was fun for you. Definitely. You have 
Hey, welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC considers deep philosophical questions. No, we show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Fareko. I'm Paul Vodra. And that song was called Astral Plane by Sun Stoney. This track, Astral Plane, features production from San Francisco producer Vibe Rock and is the leading single from Sun Stoney's debut album, In Your Apartment, which is available on streaming platforms now. Sun Stoney is the lo-fi R&B of Iman El Sayed. El Sayed was born in Qatar and is of Ethiopian and Sudanese parents and uses the clever portmanteau Ethiodan to describe her heritage. After being laid off from her job at a Washington, D.C. music venue due to fallout from the pandemic and struggling to find work in the months that followed, El Sayed used this time to finish the songs for this album, which she recorded entirely at home. There's also some fun swag for this release available on Sunstoney's Bandcamp page. For $20, you get a digital download of the album, as well as a black beanie that features an embroidered Sunstoney patch and a custom butane lighter that has an image of In Your Apartment's very colorful album art on it. And the lighter has been hand-filled by Sunstoney herself, which makes me wonder if she used a funnel for this for that for that task. <laughs> there is also a very fetching yellow beanie with the same package, but it's unfortunately sold out. Ah, damn. So I'd like to mention to our listening audience that Paul and I are using video for the first time to record our podcast. How's it going for you, Paul? Uh, it's going okay so far. Happy to have everything set up properly. Got my uh, webcam that I borrowed from my girlfriend and uh, hopefully looking real good. Watching you during the song, you were vibing out so hard. I was. The head sways. Yeah, man, I can't help it. I want to dig into this whole album. I'm just, I, I, I want to check it out and see if it's really good. It's a tasty album. My goodness, you're going to enjoy it. And uh, I've been enjoying it the last several days and uh, was thrilled to bring it onto the show. Heck yeah. So what's going on with you, Paul? Man, not much. I got to be honest with you. It's been, you know, it's been a cold winter. Just been hanging out at home cooking meals and watching movies. I can report that I received an email from a friend of mine who runs the Pyramid Atlantic art installation area. And I have done some work for that institution in the past. They've done some art openings and asked me to DJ, which is really fun. I always love doing that. And they were having an art opening last weekend and they had set it up so that people could come through uh, at a timed basis and uh, keep it as safe as possible. And they wanted some music to fill the space. So they wanted me to DJ it without actually being there. And so she said, do you, do you want to just set up a, a playlist for us? And I said, oh, of course, that's simple enough. I can absolutely do that. So I took to it immediately. And the art opening party was supposed to go for five hours on each day, Saturday and Sunday. That's a long party. It is. So I decided to take the challenge and make a five-hour playlist, which is which is a lot. And so I went through basically, you know, the picks from the podcast and decided which ones I thought would fit the mood of filling the space with some good sound. And uh, worked on it while I did some afternoon, you know, work from home. And at the end of the day, managed to come up with four hours and fifty-nine minutes and sent it on its way and got feedback that it was very well received and people were asking about it and asking for particular songs on it and they tweeted about it. So the playlist is 
in Spotify and it is public. And if anybody wants to find it and hear a good solid five hours worth of uh, DC music that I think is pretty cool, then uh, you should check that out. So what mood or vibe were you going for? I mean, it's hard to say. And, and I tried to sequence some stuff so that stuff would, would flow. You know, any anything that had kind of a loungy vibe or a dancey vibe or just something interesting. I, I decided that stuff that, for lack of a better word, sounds like iota music, you know, sort of folky stuff, I decided was a little too quiet and mellow and didn't really feel the vibe quite the right way I wanted it to. So I skipped over that stuff. And, you know, similarly, if it was kind of like rock or power pop, I skipped a bunch of that as well. You know, no shade on it. It just, you know, didn't quite fit the vibe I was trying to go for. So, you know, stuff that was dancey, electronic, reggae, a little bit of experimental stuff, you know, some cool soundscapes. You know, the curating of the music, sometimes that you can't really explain it. Sometimes it's just like, yep, that feels right. And that doesn't feel right. But it was hard to say because normally I'm I'm there and I'm amongst the people that are there. And I sort of can sense what would work based on the vibes from the people. And so being removed from that was difficult. And so, you know, I hope it was well received. And uh, I hope, I hope uh, it helped uh, everybody appreciate the art. Would you ever consider doing a live DJ set remotely. Absolutely. I really, I've been meaning to do that. I have, I've been getting into Twitch, watching stuff on Twitch. There's some really good mashup stuff. The 18th Street Lounge DJs are still hanging in there and DJing, you know, trading off sets. And it's really fun. I, I have it on the Apple TV and I love putting it on. And sometimes I pop in the chat room and say hello and uh, I, I popped in somewhere recently and Artemis was there. And I was like, hey, Artemis, how's it going, dude? And uh, I was like, it's kind of like running into you at a club, except we're all still at home. So uh, I would absolutely do that. And it really helps to be a part of, of one of these collectives because then you can kind of work together on keeping an audience going, uh, which is difficult. So that might be a challenge, but I would definitely try that out. Could you ever imagine an experience of a Twitch channel with like a second life interface? Mm, maybe. I don't know. So that you could go to a club, like a virtual club, and hear you DJ? <laughs> I feel like we're getting there. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. And, you know, it, it allows everybody to gather together no matter where they are in the world. Uh, I know that there has been some amazing club nights that I couldn't go to because they were far, far away with amazing DJs spinning. So that'd be a cool feature. It'd be cool if you could fly like in Second Life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's definitely coming, I think. So Tony, what's been going on with you? So my car smells bad. Uh-oh. And I don't know why. <laughs> That's not good. So this cropped up like two-ish weeks ago. And my car just smells like vom. No, no. And I have torn it apart looking for the culprit. I have used long items to to poke under the seats to make sure that there's not just something like quite just out of reach. Right. I have gone through every compartment. I have opened my engine, my hood. Yeah. And it's still a mystery. That's not good. So uh, I'm very self-conscious about having people in my car right now. Yep. I mean, not a great time to have people in your car anyway. Right. But uh, it takes me a 
a good 12 minutes before I can get used to the smell whenever I go on a drive. Oh, that's not good. I mean, you are getting to the point of the year when you can have the windows open and not be freezing cold. So there's that. We're getting there. Yep. Another thing happening is that uh, I had kind of an intense work week last week and I saw that I had a podcast deadline due and I was like, great, just one more thing to do. And like the day before it was due, I opened up the session in Adobe Audition Mm -hmm. and then I saw that I had already edited it like a month prior. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I felt like a very good, good boy. (laughs) Yay. I also had my first run in with vaccines. Okay. But my dad and stepmom, they uh, the other day, they went to Six Flags for their vaccine. What? They're doing vaccines at Six Flags. I told them to hop in the wave pool for me. (laughs) That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, Get a vaccine. Ride a coaster. Right. Yep. Perfect. So Stinky Car, already edited podcast, and uh, folks in my life getting vaccines. That's what's up with me. <laughs> Anything else going on with you, Paul? I think, I'll, I think I'll, I'll, I'll sprinkle in some things later in the podcast. Sounds great. Why don't we play another track on this week's show, Paul? Who's next? Next up is La Palma. That was a track called Sabado by La Palma. Their new album is called Moonflower, and it is out on April 1st. Moonflowers, I I don't think there are a lot of those. (laughs) 
They released their first self-titled album exactly two years prior on April 1st, 2019. And we played a song from it called One Foot In on the podcast at that point. La Palma is the musical duo of Chris Walker and Tim Gibbon based out of San Francisco and Washington, D.C., respectively. They originally met playing in the D.C. bands Kitty Hawk and Let's French, both of which were part of the Federal Reserve Collective that I was really into in the late aughts that also featured Vandeveer, These United States, Laura Beren, and others. It was a really great time. It was a really great little collective um, playing shows together and um, just having a, having a good time guesting with each other. And I really, really liked those vibes. So when I saw that that was uh, a throwback to that, I had, I had to include it. Both Chris and Tim recently completed big moves. Chris moved from D.C. to San Francisco, and Tim moved from Philly to D.C. So it's like they just missed each other. They just missed each other. I know. They could have been in a D.C. band together, and now they have to be very far apart. Uh, which is which is uh, wonderful that they are still creating music together by handing off files over the internet and uh, staying connected even through these times where it's hard to stay connected with everybody. I just did a quick search because I am not a I'm not a Spanish speaker and discovered that Sabado is Spanish for Saturday. Probably everybody else knows that. We should differentiate that the song is not about the uh, '90s lo-fi band Sabado. It's true, spelled slightly differently. If you are a vinyl enthusiast, then hang tight because the band will also release this album on vinyl in May with hand silk screened cover art by the band. Sounds groovy. Yeah. So I also wanted to mention that last week I watched the Mary Timoney Bandcamp show that uh, was mentioned on our uh, Loose Listening Party featuring Amy Dominguez and Dennis Kane. Uh, Amy Dominguez plays often with Mary Timoney and played in this particular show. And it was very interesting that they had filmed this in January, as Amy mentioned, and Brendan Canty filmed it, who is just one of the most wonderful people on earth. Love that guy so much. Did an amazing job with filming this this set. And they premiered it at 8 o'clock and you bought a ticket through Bandcamp and that allowed you to stream it from their website. And there was a chat room before and after. And it was really fun. Um, the only thing that I think surprised some people was that it was fairly short. It was only 26 minutes long. And I understand that like it was not easy to, to film that. And you know there was a lot of uh, camera editing and obviously sound mixing that happened. So it, it, was, it was very neat to watch. And I think that they are continuing to uh, run this at various times. So I saw that like coming up this coming weekend, they're going to show it again. Uh, Cause it's interesting that normally if you would film something, you would just, you know, go ahead and put it up on YouTube and everybody could watch it. So it's not on YouTube. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe that they are still selling tickets to watch it. And I, I think that is a cool way to, you know, support musicians right now who can't do live performances normally and are trying to, you know, keep, keep things together and still get an income from performing. So I totally respect that. And uh, I imagine at some point they will put it up on, on YouTube, but you know, it's, it's maybe a little bit like a film that goes to festivals for a while after it's made. And then eventually it finds its way onto, you know, Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or something like that. So yeah, if if you uh, if you are into Mary Timoney and want to support her, then go to her Bandcamp 
and see when that show is playing next. I think what I also find interesting here is, uh, do we know if Bandcamp is going to be engaging in more forays into these limited release live performances? It definitely seemed like something that was uh, not an original part of Bandcamp that they have they have created this this chat room and this you know video live functionality. Um, so I imagine that it's something they're going to do more of going forward. My main complaint is that it really seems to want to be on your computer. That you've got the chat room that you type in, and as far as I know, Bandcamp does not have an app for the Apple TV or the Roku or uh, some of these other devices. And I went ahead and connected my iPad to my Apple TV and streamed it from there so I could watch it on my Apple TV because I really enjoy hearing it through the good speakers and getting the visuals on the television where I think it belongs. So I really wish that Bandcamp would make uh, more apps for more of their platforms so that uh, people can listen to it on the devices that probably have the best sound in their house. Yep. Should we hear another song, man? Let's let's. Who's next, Paul? Next up is Rosie Chima. And what she dreamed. Another sundown. Another day gone. Another city. Another guitar. And another song. Maybe I'll get it right if you keep on doing me wrong. Maybe I'll finally get right I'll finally get right Don't speak a heartache It's all been said before And I know you are somewhere Knocking on some other door Someone kind of like me Like me You will leave needing more Someone kind of like me she kinda like me Someone kinda like me Is she kinda like me?
That was really fun. That song was called Another Sundown by Rosie Chima and What She Dreamed. This is a track from Rosie Chima and What She Dreamed's new album, Realm of the Warring Gods, which is out this week on This Could Go Boom, the community-oriented label dedicated to promoting, educating, supporting, and nurturing women and non-binary artists. I saw Rosie Chima and What She Dreamed perform in November at an outdoors, socially distanced show at Rhizome in the Tacoma neighborhood of D.C. alongside Lightmare. I had a great time. There I heard about this upcoming album and have been looking forward to it ever since. Rosie and the backing band on this record met via Flash Band, which is a D.C. arts events organization that groups together musicians who don't know each other into new bands who then perform at themed showcases such as like a Halloween show or a classic album show. In my experience, flash band groups tend to be very hit or miss, but in this case, it's a hit. And uh, Rosie cites Hopalong, who I love as a big influence. And in my opinion, that really comes through in the very fun confessional yell singing on this track and throughout the album, which we've had the privilege of getting to hear in advance. Nice. Can't wait for everybody else to hear that too. It's out this week. It's going to be good. Get it. Buy it. So, Paul, let's talk about this new app. Yes, man. Let's talk about it. So, over the weekend, I got an email from podcastdc.com letting us know that we are listed in this brand new app that has been created by apparently the parent company of WTOP Radio. And it is a free app called Podcast DC that is attempting to aggregate all of the podcasts that are made in and about DC all together. I was disappointed to learn that there's a larger media parent company here. It was way more interesting and attractive thinking that it was like one guy. (laughs) Well, maybe it was, you know, one guy in the company who got permission to build it. Who knows? Um, It does look pretty slick and professional. I claimed, I claimed our feed. And so, yeah, so so now we're officially in there and I would recommend to people that they go check it out. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it in a podcast app you already have, but this one can show you some other podcasts that you may not already know about and uh, hopefully they'll add some more content in the future. Um, I didn't really like that I had to create an account before I could really get into it and see what was there and play some shows. So be aware that that is a thing. They really want you to create an account. I'm not sure what they're doing with that information. Like like we said, we are not affiliated with them at all, but we are happy to have another way for people to find out about our show and for the people that we play music for to find out about other cool shows in D.C. I will note on the subject of you know the sort of privacy concerns that, about an account, I did note that there was a button on the app and the website to click labeled don't sell my info. Okay. Then I would recommend everybody who values their privacy to do that. We were in a category entitled Sights and Sounds of DC, but before we started recording tonight... I checked again and saw that we had been recategorized into a new category for music podcasts. So uh, someone's been busy. (laughs) That's fine with us. All right, Tony, should we hear some more music? Let's hear some more music. Who's next, Paul? Next up is Nino Green. Hola. Hola. 
Nino Green. Nino. Who trying to smoke? Death to pretenders. Try to put me in the blender, no surrender. Off with it. Head if we try and I'll be laying across the bed with your bopper in the winter. She proper, I sock it in her. The profit skyrocket, you cop it and chop it in her. Small amounts, you rock it and get a ball of bounce. Fiends do the dance like puff when we come through. Potter for they nose and some weed for they lungs too. Baby, be patient, my mama saying it's mama praying. Key scales playing like Amadeus. Night train of thought is circulating, my circle made it. Work on the tape, we purple taping. Spare tires broke the fence at the crazy lady. Shoulders burning, made a burden out of something perfect. Was it worth it? Was it good? What's the purpose? Beneath the surface, got a lot of Rian African tablets, try not to ruin the plastic. Slip the neck, let it drain, call feet a rattle. Midnight desert drive, dump them next to the cactus. Don't bury Babylon, let the vultures have at it. My mic's and body like Editor Faye and Black Magic. Insulin, pin out for blood, bend them backwards. Increments got potential immersed in crack barracks. I'm nicking knuckles in the bucket when I smash tracks. My archive, audio, apartheid. Write rhymes that wall fly the day to the god died. I'm able. I'm cooking on the table, been the truth in the fable since the cradle. My flow need a ladle, so syrupy, maple. Leaf in the streets, cause my look burgundy. I can give up, give up. You heard of me, I keep it low. I roll the tree up and I breathe it slow. Nino! Martin had a dream on how to be a king. But Rafu did too with a triple beam. Corona sick, my aroma is that of a stoner. Holy hover, the streets is watching from on the corner. These fucking vultures is flying over the culture. We busting loose, Chucky Brown, I'm a go-goer. Violin sing, pulling on the strings. 98 pulled, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 24-7, we squirted the observant. All for the finest service. Deliver dope through verses. Sipping designer bourbon with a fisherman's purpose. If don't wave right, we ain't working. Yo, the verbiage is neighborhood disturbance. The purpose got mud. This is tones of a murder. The half plane came off a brown bag cursing. Yellow fix, we call it dirt piss from the serpent. That was Nino Green, which is the duo of Camber and Sean Bourne with a song called Neighborhood Disturbance featuring Let the Dirt Say Amen. It's the second single from the debut joint album by those Maryland-based MCs. And uh, it's out today, March 8th, that we're recording on Humble Monarch Recordings. It's a real good record label. They have some real good hip hop there. The feature on that track was Let the Dirt Say Amen, who is formerly known as Tim Hicks of the Dirty Church and the Cornell West Theory. Always love hearing that guy rap. The album is called Nino Green, and you can buy it now on Bandcamp. You can't stream it on Bandcamp, though. So if you wanted to try it before you buy, you got to head over to Spotify or your other streaming service of choice to give the whole album a listen. It's real good stuff. And um, Nino Green, the collab of Camber and Sean Bourne, both making their long overdue debut on the Hometown Sounds podcast. We've been aware of them for a real long time and finally uh, featuring them on the podcast. Long overdue. So happy to have them. Love that stuff. Tony, do we have more music on this podcast? We do. Next is Slana Yero Rangues. 
That song was called Into the Night by Slanayura Renguez. It's a track from his upcoming album, Cyclovergent Visions, which will be available on April 2nd. This record is being released on the very groovy Hyattsville label, Grow Room Productions, which is a label we have featured tracks from a few times previously on this podcast. I'm a big fan, and I just saw on their Bandcamp that the next release they have coming up later this year is by Three Man Soul Machine. I'm very excited to hear that album. We love them. Heck yeah. So here's the backstory on this new album from Slana Euro Rengues. After convincing his wife that he knew what he was doing, Slana Euro quit his corporate TV job after the first week of February 2020, packed his guitar, bass, drum set, keyboard, and half-rate recording gear into his car and made his way down to Oak Island, North Carolina. After arriving at the old beach bungalow where his grandparents had once lived, Rengues set up a makeshift studio, recording 8 to 12 hours a day, laying down all the tracks for this album in the two weeks right before the pandemic arrived here in the U.S. This record, Cyclovergent Visions, includes a track entitled Seafoam Popcorn, which to me sounds like a very gross snack. (laughs) Salty, for sure. But uh, hey... Wasn't that groovy? And I'm pumped for this record when it's out April 2nd. Yeah, man. He did all that himself, recorded it. Man, it's an amazing accomplishment. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. We thank you so much for listening and hope that you will follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and maybe Twitch. Who knows? Maybe the podcast DC. Yeah, yeah. Go to Podcast DC. Subscribe to the podcast there. You know, like, come on. We all could use another little bit of uh, fun in our lives. Uh, let's see. We have a website, hometownsoundsdc.com. We got the podcast. We got other cool things on it. Check it out. We have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. That means send us your music. We love receiving it. We love getting your your sweet, sweet emails. They're, we love it. <laughs> but really, of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live after you've gone to Six Flags to get your vaccine. Yes. Ridden some roller coasters. So, friends, this is the last track on this podcast. And there's a little bit of a story behind this one. The song is called Dirge. And the producer of this track is named Valis Chalice. So here's what happened. This is the first track from an album called Atmos which was the debut release from a producer in Silver Spring called Valis Chalice. It came out in 2016, and now it is completely gone. I received this via an email submission at the time, and I downloaded it, and it kind of went astray in my computer in, some, in a download location where I had some other stuff downloaded. And I know this is like old school vintage way of thinking, but I still maintain an iTunes library with all my music. So the stuff that I acquire for the podcast and buy just because I love it, I put it in my iTunes library and I listen to it all day while I'm working. And it's great. I love it. And I can keep track of stuff. And, you know, hey, no shade on the Spotify. You know, if you're into the Spotify world, I pay for Spotify. I love to like log on to Spotify and listen to their playlists, check out new stuff. But you don't own that stuff and it could just go away and you'll never get it back. So consider owning music because you might come across something like this. I have had this downloaded on my computer for literally five years 
And the other day, I was going through some of these downloads to try to see what they were and whether I wanted to put them in my library. I opened this one up, I listened to it, and I was like, you know, man, this track is good. It's such a nice little vibe. And I went to go look for it to see where it was and what the deal was. And I found nothing. I went to Facebook and I searched nothing. I went to Google. I thought, well, Google has everything. And I, all I found was the Bandcamp of Valis Chalice, which has nothing in it. Everything else that he had is gone. If he had a Facebook page, it's gone. He had a SoundCloud page linked in the email, it's gone. Nothing. I don't know who it is. I don't know anything. So I have this album and I can listen to it, but I can't point you anywhere that you can stream it or buy it. Paul, you said this was an email submission. Can you write him back to that email address? I could. I have not done that. And I think I will to let him know that we are featuring his song on the podcast. And to to please, please put the stuff back up. People like it. I like it. I think it's a fun little track. And now, at the very least, this track can live on in the Hometown Sounds podcast for as long as it's up on the internet. Because, you know, there's like uh, almost 10 years of this podcast available in the feed. And you can hear a lot of stuff that maybe isn't around anymore just in this podcast. And this is another one. So there you go. Hope you like this. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we will see you all next time.